shimmery. I'm not stupid, or one of those indoor girls, and I do have magic, so when a knock wraps out three times on our front door in the early evening before the Traders' Ball, I know it's Leon Swift's sight, and I know he's here to ask a favour. In the Trade District, there's a lot to be wary of. The underhanded business of the docks nearby, the illegal operations of some of the factories, and not many authorities wander these parts with peacekeeping on their minds. Mother isn't here, I call through the closed door. Remember, open the door, Leon says, his tone lowered and serious, serious enough to use my full name. I open the door a crack and scowl at him. Don't call me that slave traitor. Mem, he says slowly, using my preferred short name. I need your help. I know. He smiles, and that actually makes me feel angrier at him. I haven't seen your year, Leon. Yeah, you were supposed to be teaching me how to use my magic. Mother's threatening to send me to the temple. I stick my tongue out in disgust. It's exactly your magic that I need. How long will your mother be out? All night, I say, frowning again. She works in the king's kitchens, and with the ball going on, they're going to be too busy in there to even pick their noses. Hmm, good. Will you let me in? I unlatch the door and let the tall slender wizard in. Not that he looks like a wizard, he looks like a slave trader, and I know why. I always know too much. He can move any magic through his body, so if you were to try and use mind control on him, he can take your energy and use it on you. They call it channeling. Plus, he has the sight, so he can see magic and lies, and he has other powers too. I'm sure of it. But it's the first two that got me into trouble when I tried to hustle him and a few of the guys he was working with. He let me have the hustle. I won three coins off the fools in a simple game of dice. But then he came knocking on my door and told my mother everything. Boy, that was nasty. What? I ask. He frowns at me again. That's no way to talk to someone, young lady. Oh, I can do worse. What'd you want? He laughs at me. Your acting skills, mem. Now, into your finest dress. You're coming to the ball. He's wearing a blue coat, tailored but otherwise simple, and his boots have been polished. Going to the ball? I ask. I'm no good at doing hair, so you've come to the wrong place. And I run my hand over my stubble-length hair to point out the source of my lacking skills. Girls like me don't get to grow hair long. When your mother's from the Fair Islands and your mainland father is nowhere to be seen, then you live by all your mother's superstition and magic. Well, that's about as superstitious as it gets. I told her not to do that, he says, but he doesn't look at my hair, just my eyes. This will be dangerous, ma'am. You have to make sure you're willing to help. I shrug. Why not? And afterwards, I'll need you to come with me to Farlon. My jaw about lands on the floor. The Aquila capital? No way! Mother will never let me, I say, managing for intelligible words whilst my mind is racing with fantasies. Aquila? The realm where even a dunk 
fatherless child can own a horse? Where there are schools where those with magic are encouraged to learn their crafts. Oh, I'll take care of your mother. You're fourteen now, old enough to travel. It would be for the winter months. You would be under a master magician's tutelage, as is the law there. As he explains, I note some of the rough slave trader accents slipping from him. Who are you really, Leon? All right, we're running short on time. Nod and go and get into your mother's dress. I almost ask how he knows that mother owns a lovely evening ball dress, but instead I do as I'm told. Pulling it from the back of the wardrobe and slipping it on, I marvel at myself in the broken fragment of the mirror.